Today's gospel reading is from the book of Mark, chapter 1, verses 29 through 39. As soon as they left the synagogue, they entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they took him about her at once. He came up and took her by the hand and lifted her up. Then the fever left her, and she began to serve them. That evening at sundown, they brought to him all who were sick or possessed by demons. And the whole city was gathered around the door. And he cured many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. In the morning, while it was still very dark, he got up and went out to a deserted place. And there he prayed. And Simon and his companions hunted for him. When they found him, they said to him, Everyone here is searching for you. He answered, Let us go on to the neighboring towns so that I may proclaim the message there also, for that is what I came out to do. And he went throughout Galilee, proclaiming the message in their synagogues and casting out demons. The word of the Lord. to tell you about the darkness. I don't need to tell you about the deep night, the shadim, the demons that lurk near the water, the demons that surround the sleeping and the beds of the sleepless, the demons that hover barely hidden in the corners of your consciousness. I know that you know them all too well. The mizikim that wonder in the wilderness or lie in wait near the graves. Reshif, Azazel, Balkazim, fever demons, the Balkazim that linger at the entrance to your home. O flying one, O Sassim, O God, O strangler of lambs. The house I enter, you shall not enter. The court I rend, you shall not tread. Sabiri, demon of water blindness and night blindness. Oh, Shabiri, my mother told me, be aware of Shabiri. I do not need to tell you of Shabiri. Who brings in the night irrational thoughts, anxious thoughts, anger that is nearly uncontrollable, imagining of what's been done to you, of who is oppressing you. My mother told me, to say this in the night to ward off the demons. Shabriri, briri, iriri, iri. Demons are all over the writings of the ancient rabbis. 
descriptions, lists of names and their corresponding afflictions, folk tales of demons, remedies, incantations, and directions for inscribing amulets that will ward them off. One should not drink from a river or a pool at night or risk blindness. One should take precautions at important times in one's life, childbirth, circumcision, a marriage, the burial of the dead. Take precautions when having intercourse or entering a new house for the first time. Demons are creators of harm and disease, all kinds of illness. Shabitha, a female demon, will bring the croup to children who do not wash their hands in the morning. Lilith, in much of the Midrash, is the mother of all demons. As a matter of fact, in these writings of the ancient rabbis, almost all of the demons are women. The Talmud forbids one person to greet another at night for fear that that person might be a demon. One Midrash says that demons were created at sundown, the eve of the first Sabbath. The word abracadabra is derived from the Aramaic and is to be scratched into an amulet to ward off demons. If one suspects there is a demon around and wants to know for sure, you should sprinkle fine ashes around your bed. And in the morning, if there was a demon present, you will find tracks like that of a chicken in the ashes. Not all demons possess people. As a matter of fact, most do not. The daibuk, or the clinging souls, are the ones that enter the body of a person. Most demons bring harm and sickness by proximity and opportunity. There are demons all over Mark's gospel. The first thing Jesus does after his baptism is go into the wilderness to confront Satan, father of the demons. It's only after this initial confrontation that Jesus proclaims the good news of the coming of the kingdom of God. Then he calls his first disciples and immediately goes to the synagogue where he begins teaching and is interrupted by a demon, a daibuk, presumably one that possesses. He casts the demon out, and as soon as they leave the synagogue, they enter the house of Simon and Andrew, where the text says Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they told him about her. And he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. Then the fever left her, and she began to serve them. This is said to be Jesus' first healing in the book of Mark. But seen from the demonology of the ancient rabbis, it is clearly an exorcism. Rabbi Chaim Vital writes, Here is what my teacher taught me to exorcise an evil spirit, God forbid. These are the details which I have tried myself. I would take the hand of a man, putting it on the pulse of his hand, and then lift him up by the arm. When the man was lifted up, the demon would leave. This is exactly what the text says Jesus does with Simon's mother-in-law. Takes her by the hand, lifts her up, and the fever leaves her. It does not subside. It does not go away. The fever leaves her. An exorcism. The text goes on. After sundown, they brought all to him who were sick or possessed. That is, those who are afflicted by the non-possessing demons, and those possessed by the dead book. 
There is no difference between spiritual and physical and the physical. All healing is confronting evil, casting it out. And the whole city gathered around his door, and he cured many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons, and he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. The demons know who Jesus is. After apparently casting out all the evil in Capernaum, Jesus sneaks off by himself in the dark and tries, and, and he goes to a deserted place to pray. His disciples find him out in the darkness. They try to get him to come back to the house, but he says, let's go on to the neighboring towns so that I might proclaim the message there also, for this is what I came to do. And he went throughout Galilee, proclaiming the message in their synagogues and casting out demons. This is what Jesus came to do, proclaim the good news of the coming of the kingdom of God and cast out demons. They seem to go hand in hand, proclaiming the good news and casting out demons. Now, I've spent a lot of time proclaiming or pointing to the proclamation of the coming of the kingdom of God, but I have spent very little time talking about or even thinking about casting out demons. This is an odd and old faith we practice. It's the faith that seems to be built on the proclamation of this good news and confronting evil. Evil in every incarnation, sickness, possession, in individuals, and institutions. Proclaiming the good news and confronting evil. It seems like the confronting evil thing hasn't got as much play. I don't need to tell you about the darkness, the deep night, the shedim, the demons that lurk in the night, the demons that surround the sleepless, the sleeping and the sleepless, the demons that hover barely hidden in the corners of your consciousness. I know that you know them all too well. The mazikim that you meet in the wilderness I don't need to tell you of the Shabriri, who bring in the night irrational thoughts, anxious thoughts, and anger that is nearly uncontainable, imagining those who are oppressing you, the darkness. I don't need to tell you about the darkness. I know you know it all too well. But you don't have to stay there. You don't have to live there. You don't have to confront the demons alone. Come now and be healed.